0: The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, 2% at grocery stores, and 1% on all of their purchases. Some people think I'm just hot taking on the Jim Harbaugh. Well, you kind of are. To the New York Jets? no, I'm not. Okay, look. You know, I think there's a, well, you and I are probably going to be around here in the next two weeks. <laughs> we are, we should find each other. Now, give me a month. You want one give month? Give me one month. For what? Give me one month and come back and tell me it was a hot take. For a hard month.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know where to find you. I'll, shoot. Yeah. I'll give you, okay, yeah, month's about fair. Month's
0: fair, right? Give me one month. And then and what? We'll, and we'll find out. Was Will just hot taking?
1: Okay. God, right. I've never been more confident in anything in my life. All right.
0: By the way, Jim Harbaugh taking the job as the coach of the New York Giants is not the only way I win this. This is Will Kane, Matt Barry and for Ryan Rosilla today on the Ryan Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I mean, it, if would, he's a part of this coaching search.
1: Oh, that's ridiculous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's an, a, that's an agent thing.
0: Okay, if the New York Giants interview John Harbaugh. Jim. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Do I win? Was I hot taking?
1: No, this is take the job.
0: That's the only way this wasn't a hot take if his, he actually name gonna the be, job.
1: his name is going to be his name is going to be floated around for every vacancy every single year wonder why that is because he's a former NFL coach that had the San Francisco 49ers and Colin Kaepernick yards from winning the Super Bowl and took a bad franchise to the NFC championship three consecutive years that's why that
0: is that's why that is and
1: he's always he's he's perpetually unhappy
0: oh and I think we're getting a little closer to the truth there
1: I'm just saying the Giants aren't where he's going to go with this when he goes back to the nfl i just think it's so funny that everybody's like
0: wow that's just that's just wild speculation it's just hot hot take it's like barry you know how news works you know why this happens you know why his name is connected to jobs because he wants it connected to jobs now if you're telling me he's just doing it to
1: be to create leverage he's not doing it and to be cynical and to keep his name in the headlines, that's a decent response. Harbaugh's busy picking off all the Ole Miss players that want to transfer out of Oxford.
0: Will Jim Harbaugh ever leave the U- University of Michigan to go coach in the NFL again?
1: Wow, you, you mean you want crystal ball time? Yeah, just tell me what you think. Yeah, I think he'll eventually go, oh, I think he'll make another run at the NFL. Okay, but so the hot take is that it's now. It ain't happening now. Okay, so it's just that it's now. No, it's now and it's the Giants. It makes right. zero sense. You In in one argument, you came at me with Harbaugh and Saban to the Giants.
0: Well, Saban's not my idea. Harbaugh's my idea. Who was Saban's? Stephen A. Smith. But that, by the way, oh, Saban, I, I agree with you that why Harbaugh is more realistic than Saban is that Harbaugh actually would take the job.
1: Okay, so let me ask but, you.
0: But Saban, we can't dismiss because he's been connected to this coaching search at least twice already.
1: So in that vein, talking about coaching carousels because it's been crazy in college. We've got the first domino in the NFL with the first coaching vacancy carousel, whatever you want to call it, with the New York Giants. Right. I would contend that for Harbaugh, Michigan is obviously the top job in his world because it's his alma mater near and dear to his life. I would put Michigan overall. I wouldn't put Michigan in the top five of prestigious college. I just wouldn't. I mean, I know it's connected. If you're connected to the university, it's a great gig. But where would you put the Giants in the overall pecking order in the, NFL in the NFL of good jobs, hierarchy of brand, all told, the Giants? Where would you put it?
0: Maybe number one. That's coming from a Dallas Cowboys fan.
1: You would put the Giants number one. Yeah. Okay.
0: Go for it. It's probably between the New York Giants and the New England Patriots. That job's not coming open anytime soon. Maybe in a couple years, but not now. And tell me, you have stability of ownership, an ownership that has a proven track history of reluctance to fire. And you're talking the Giants, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first, Giants.
1: first time they've done it since '76 in season. Yeah,
0: yeah, never have. I think they haven't fired a, uh, a GM since '78. So they're not exactly quick on the trigger finger of firing people. It's in the biggest market in the United States. It's a historic franchise with tradition, championships, legacies. It's got all the money in the world to pay you the salary that you want. And for the first time in its history, you might actually be able to get the control you want if you're that kind of Saban-esque, Harbaugh-esque figure who wants to buy the groceries, if you're cooking the meal,
1: kind of a homegrown type deal in Seattle. What do you add, Coach GM? Um, and so the reason the, the
0: the markets that would compete with the Giants for most attractive, most coveted job have flaws that the Giants don't have. The Dallas Cowboys, there's two words that make that job
1: less attractive. That's an overrated job, Jerry Jones. That's Jerry Jones, a overrated is a two job. words. Jerry Cowboys. Jones. Is it, I I still believe in the preeminent brand in the sport. Cause that's because they that's, are. A, that's an overrated job. You don't want to deal with the daily Jerry Circus. There's a lot, there's so much good that goes into being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but you're always having to answer questions about the owner. I
0: totally agree.
1: I'd put Pittsburgh Steelers as the top job in the NFL. You talk about a team that just doesn't hire coaches. I mean, how many have they had in the last 50 years? They had Coward, Chuck Knoll. And now Tomlin, right? you've got a dedicated fan base. You don't have an unrealistic media base. You win championships. You're competitive. You draft well. I'd put Pittsburgh at number one.
0: What would be your top five? Would the Giants make your top five? Most prestigious jobs, most coveted uh, jobs in the NFL for coaching?
1: Yeah, I'd, they'd, they'd be in the top five. Okay, who else is with They'd it? be in the top five. Steelers, I'd, Giants. Steelers would be up there. Green Bay Packers, I think, is a very good job. Because the Green Bay Packers, to me, are one of those jobs that even in the new era of everything that's gone on in the NFL, they remain to me old school still with the community ownership, small market. So I'd put Green Bay in there. I'd probably put the Chicago Bears in there. Ooh, really? Big market, opportunity to win. I think the Chicago Bears is a very nice job.
0: Would you put the Patriots in your top five?
1: No, because I think the Patriots were garbage before Bilichek showed up and he's made that into a top flight franchise. I don't know how sustainable that is once he goes away.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. I think he's transformed not just that team but that organization. Robert Kraft is a wonderful owner, one you'd want to have at your agree. back. Yep. And the kind of thing that a guy like Bill Belichick implements is systemic. He changes the culture and the system of the entire organization. I would suggest that the guy that follows him has a decent shot at success. Here's the thing, the problem with the Patriots and the problem with the Bears, we know That in this life, the one way to success in football is to be attached at the hip to a quarterback. That's it. In New England, your quarterback is aging. You do not have a bright future post-Tom Brady. In Chicago, Mitch Trubisky is a roll of the dice. In New York, you have Eli Manning, perhaps for another year, or a top five pick in the coming draft, which is Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, or Josh Rosen. So
1: that's where you and I disagree. That's why I think the New York Giants job isn't as attractive as you think it is. I don't think Eli managed to anything over the course of the last two, three years to make you confident that I'm going to take this job for Eli. That's one. Two, rolling the dice is court drafting a quarterback in the NFL draft. Sometimes you hit, went. We needed a year for golf. Those teams apparently have hit, but I can give you a list of teams that haven't. And three, you get a really, really good football player in Odell Beckham Jr., but you get a lot of other stuff that goes into dealing with Odell Beckham Jr., and then you add the media component to it. I don't know that the Giants... The NFL job, is only 32 of them. It's as cliche as it gets. But there's a lot that goes into that job.
0: I think it's the first question you ask. Do you want this job? Who's my quarterback? Who's my quarterback? They make everyone look better. Look at the offensive coordinators that get jobs. There's just this curious little fact on all of them. They all had an amazing quarterback when they were offensive coordinators leading to their next job as head coach. And
1: that's why you see teams make so many wholesale moves leading up to the draft that they believe that franchise quarterback is sitting there. We see it every year.
0: Speaking of that, Josh Heupel just announced as the new coach of UCF, University of Central Florida.
1: Well, Josh Heupel.
0: Yeah, old Oklahoma quarterback. Well, Bob
1: Stoops is only national championship in Oklahoma. Second year, I believe, that Stoops is there in Norman. That's
0: right. So, by the way, that changed the entire college coaching carousel. Let's talk about that. Where do these different, as you spin the dial, what are these different names? Kevin Sumlin, um, such as Kevin Sumlin, end up. We still have a lot of openings. And if Tennessee's I'm, still there. Yeah. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Customers who switch to Progressive save an average of $500. Call or click today and find out if you could save hundreds on your car insurance. It's Will Kane, Matt Barry on The Racilla Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. In
2: life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done, starting his business out of a one-room office. Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work, helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. I have to go to the gym and untangle my headphones while warming up on the treadmill. And I'll finally untangle them four miles later, at which point I'm going to be real tired. Oh, yeah.
3: Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting.
2: And once I put my headphones in, I realize my phone's dead. Then I get to run in silence. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Will Kane, Matt Berry, Center's Matt Berry in today for Ryan Rossillo. Subscribe now to 30 for 30 Podcast in the Listen tab of the ESPN app or Apple Podcast brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash 30. Coming up in just a bit, by the way, we have Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis. And see, Ter- Terrell Owens came in and threw off it the up pronunciation.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Terrell Davis. It was always Terrell Davis until Owens came on. Anyway, he's going to be with us in just a little bit talking about the game last night, what's going on in Denver, quarterback issues in Denver, perhaps coaching changes in Denver. There's rumors of that. Mm -hmm. There's Vance Joseph on the hot seat. But speaking of coaches, coaching changes, coaching carousel, Barry, let's go through what's going on in college football right now because we got, what do we have right now? We have a Tennessee job that's been open forever. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Tennessee's still open. It looks as if you can have the Oregon job open, which I'll get to in a minute with Willie Taggart if he goes to Florida State. ASU was just filled with Herm Edwards. UCLA was filled with Chip Kelly. Uh, Florida was filled with Dan Mullen. The offensive coordinator from Penn State goes and takes the Mississippi State job. The Ole Miss job was filled by an interim head coach. Nebraska was filled by Scott Frost. There were a ton of jobs open this year. Florida State's hanging out there. you got Florida State and Tennessee uh, hanging out there right now. And I can't remember the last time that we saw so many big-time programs have openings, a Texas A&M filled by Jimbo Fisher. I mean, if you look at the SEC West just in and of itself, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas still hanging out there. Mm-hmm. You had, what was the other one of the SEC? Mississippi State open because of Dan Mullen, Ole Miss, Arkansas. There were numerous jobs that were open. SEC had Florida and Tennessee on the east. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a landmark year in the coaching carousel that I thought was a bad look overall for college football.
0: We have UCF just filled by yep. the hiring of Josh Heipel. Reports over the weekend were that Kevin Sumlin was going to be the coach of UCF, that he was offered, but he was given the ultimatum to make the decision by Sunday. He put it off because of the potential for Willie Taggart to move on from Oregon after one year to Florida State, perhaps opening up Oregon then for Kevin Sumlin. So in the meantime, UCF says well, we're not waiting around. Sorry. I don't blame him. You're an Arizona State fan.
1: <laughs> well, Look, I don't blame him for, for moving on, and I don't blame someone for not taking it. I mean, he's, look, Texas a and has to pay him $10 million in the next 50-something days.
0: So that takes UCF off the list. As you said, you got Arkansas, Tennessee, possibly Oregon, Florida State sitting mm-hmm. open right now. Here are the names right now. Taggart, which most people are, as you said, connecting which to angers, Florida State. That
1: angers me not for Florida State. It angers me for Oregon. Why? Because they did an exhaustive search last year to replace Mark Helfrich. And I don't think that a coach should be allowed after one year to just bolt. Not be allowed to? I don't think he should be allowed to. There should be you something in the contract. can't move jobs like you? Not in one. I mean, after one year? They do have year? things
0: in their contract. Buyouts.
1: Well, apparently it doesn't matter in contract coaching. I don't think no. you should sit there and sell yourself to recruits and a fan base and boosters and say that this is a great job for me. It fits, yada, yada, yada. And then the second a more attractive offer comes open, you can just bolt.
0: Well, but it happens all the time in the real world. I get your argument that maybe it's not ethical, but you can't stop somebody from moving You employment. can't
1: stop someone, but ethically it's horrible.
0: Okay, agreed. Kevin Sumlin, Les Miles is still out there.
1: I'd love Les at Tennessee.
0: I don't know if Brom is locked in at Purdue now. I don't think they renegotiated his contract. They did something
1: when he, when he said no to Tennessee. Chad Morris
0: has been connected to a couple of these jobs. That's Chad-
1: a good football coach. At
0: SMU, you like Chad Morris? I love
1: Chad. That's a good up-and-coming young football
0: I've heard his name mentioned in regards to Arkansas. Kevin Steele, defensive coordinator at Auburn. Mel Tucker, who I just saw up on SportsCenter, is interviewing at at Tennessee for the second time. He's the defensive coordinator from Georgia. Mike Norvell from Memphis. Mike Leach, anybody wants to have a good time? Mike Leach is there.
1: It's going to be interesting, especially with the job, the Arkansas job. I think that's that's one to watch to kind of get an indication of where they want that program to head. Brett Bielamo was a splashy hire after what he did at Wisconsin. But I keep throwing this name out here, and I think it would be the most interesting. Get Lane Kiffin back in the SEC, and particularly in the SEC West where he's got to face Saban every year.
0: He's going to get a job. I don't know when it's going to come or where it's going to come, but he's going to get another big job I was hoping
1: Malzahn would take the Arkansas job so the Auburn job would be open for Lane to just run in there and just cause all kinds of problems.
0: Quickly, let me ask you. If you're Kevin Sumlin, you're fired from Texas A&M, but you're still a hot coaching prospect. You have real chance and likelihood to get another big-time program, but maybe not the biggest, right? You're talking about – I don't mean this as an insult – Arizona State, maybe Arkansas, maybe mid-Power 5-type schools. Do you take the UCF job?
1: It's clearly a springboard.
0: Right. That's Meaning the argument that if for you it.
1: go down there and they've got a ton of talent, which I think that Scott Frost did a nice job of bringing that in, if you go there and continue that success, and then you can prove. Texas a and is an unfair job to judge someone by. I mean, it really is because the standards that they had there, they've won a national championship since the 30s, I think. And you're in the same division. You automatically start the season fourth behind Alabama, Auburn, LSU. That's a tough job to judge somebody by
0: well, I think you, you put it right UCF at first, I'm like, why would Kevin someone take UCF? But the truth is, a school like UCF is a great springboard to the top of the college football feeding you know pyramid. whereas if you end up at Arizona State or Arkansas, it's hard. You really have to succeed in a more difficult environment to then move on like what Dan Mullen just did is very rare, remarkable. to go from Mississippi State to Florida happens very rarely, and it's hard, that's why because it's hard. Anyway, uh, so what are you guys saying? Lewis Riddick just went off. Lewis Riddick just went off on NFL Live about Juju Smith-Schuster and Georgia Loca were suspended for the hits they laid last night. This is what Lewis Riddick said just a moment ago.
3: What's interesting to me though now is when you look at the Gronk situation and you look at the Mike Evans situation and you see okay now you just see the end result one game for Gronk, one game for Georgia Loca, one game for Juju Smith-Schuster. How can you not subjectively sit here and say what Gronk did is much worse?
2: How can you not, how can you not oh, yeah. say I that? don't think you can. And I know. So,
3: so you know what people I, now the next question is gonna be, well how can you give him one game yep. and give Juju Smith Schuster one That's game? Exactly how the can point you make that house. how can you make that comparison? Right. But the league right now, if you want to change the game, still keeping the game at its base the same If you want to start disciplining people, you better come up with a better way of being consistent about this. Because when you do this, where it looks exactly like Tim said, when you're disciplining off the net result, and it looks like you're being reactionary, like, let's take the temperature. Let's see what people are are saying about this.
0: Are they going to be mad? Yeah. Let's hit them.
3: They're not going to be mad? mm, Here's a fine.
1: You You can't do that. I agree with Lewis. He said something in there that we had talked about in the first hour of the program that I believe is what you should take out of that. If... The NFL wants to change the game while keeping its base. I don't think that's possible.
0: What I took out of what he just said is I see this rampant in everything right now. Letting the tail wag the dog. Letting the reaction dictate your choices. Whether or not that's the University of Tennessee gauging Twitter outrage on their hire of Greg Schiano. Whether or not that's the New York Giants. Letting the entire fan base rightfully outraged about the benching of Eli Manning to determine the future coaches and GMs of that franchise or the NFL measuring the public outrage about some hits on a Monday night football game and then dishing out punishment. We have a bunch of spineless people out there running organizations that don't have the courage of their own conviction, the courage of their own decisions that constantly stick their finger in their mouth and up into the air to see which way the wind is blowing. If you believe something, say it. Trust me, they'll call you a hot take guy. Trust me, they'll tell you you're an idiot. They'll tell you you're wrong. But if you think you're right, stand up for what you think is right. Don't wait for the public reaction to find out what you think you ought to be doing, what your position ought to be. But somehow we ended up with a world full of people who only know how to measure, not be able to decide, and they run things. There's entirely too many measurers running things today.
1: Sorry for that rant. They it feel good? Yeah. It yeah. looked like it felt good. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Hall of Fame running back, Terrell Davis, on If He Thought Last Night Was a Bad Look for the NFL. What do thinks think about what's going on with the Denver Broncos? It's Will Kane and Matt Barry on the Rosilla Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
2: Electricity charge inside. inside Energy like a lightning strike inside. Take one spark and I will ignite. ignite never
0: stopping, I won't stand by Now that Human Resources Director Ryan Lee has chronos for HR, payroll, talent and time he's really on top of his game He even has his own hype song
1: I'm the best beyond belief I got strength and got the speed. I got the entire workforce, complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No, nobody catching up fast
2: or strong enough. i got that electricity charging Take
1: one I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way.
0: Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce
2: and the people who support them. Learn more at chronos.com slash HR Swagger.
0: Never stopping, I won't stand by. Brian Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Will Kane and SportsCenter's Matt Barry in today for Ryan. And joining us now is former Super Bowl MVP Terrell Davis, brought to us by Hometown Hall of Famers, presented by Ford Motor Company. What's up, Terrell? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing, man? Good. So you just heard the news, I'm sure, that the NFL suspended Juju Smith-Schuster and Georgia Logan for the hits they laid down on Monday Night Football last night. Everybody's talking about it. Of course, they're talking about the Ryan Shazier moment as well where he – Seem to have clutched at his lower back and lost movement in his lo- in his legs. But all these hits, Trell, What do you think? What do you make of these hits? And what do you make of the NFL suspending these guys for some of these hits?
3: Well, I think you uh, you got to certainly take into consideration that game because that 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 rivalry with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. You look back throughout the last couple of years; it's probably the most penalized game that we've seen, and it's and it's like that every time they play. And so, um, I think they're taking that into consideration because it seems like like what Juju did was kind of like a retaliation, and of course, it was against one of those you know most most people think probably one of the dirtiest players in the game, and that's about' to perfect but so it it, it seems i mean I don't like to see those hits in football we don't, you know obviously like to say it because we're all about player safety, especially if it's not if it's not a clean play, if it's something that's outside or a play that you can can be avoided so you know, it slows the game down. It, it, it sort of mars the game with the, with that uh, that stigma of you know it being a, a this kind of uh, game that that you don't want to have your kids playing anymore. So, for to me, for the sake of the game and trying to make this game a better game, I don't like to see those hits, especially if they can be avoided.
1: Hey, TD, we were talking about this earlier in the show about the conversation of the the legislation that's going on in in football to make the game safer. What's the conversation? You played in the 90s. What is the conversation amongst players? Is this a media topic where we're making a big deal about everything and the hits and the safety, or is this a a topic amongst current and former players?
3: No, I think players are talking about it too. I mean, me as a former player, um, you know, I think the game is safer than it was when I played. And I'm seeing it on every level from Pop Warner to high school to college to the pros. You're seeing the techniques being taught differently. Um, you know, the heads-up program, I think, is really working. Um, and some of the guys that I played with, we had a conversation probably 10 or 15 years ago, and I remember talking to a, a player, and he said he would never let his kids play football. And I was like, I mean, I was kind of of the, of the same mindset. of like, you know what? I know what I went through, and I don't want to put my kids through the same thing, but Fast forward to today, um, I talked to the same player, and his kids are playing tackle football. And so and, and because of the measures they've taken to make the game safer and not go through the same things that we went through, he's now allowing his kids to play, and I feel the same way. So I think it is the game is becoming safer. The, the equipment is better. Uh, again, they're teaching proper techniques more. They're not hitting as much in practice. So I'm a, I'm a big advocate for, you know, Pop Warner and, and and contact football because of what I've seen and how the game has changed over the last couple of years.
0: Did you think Juju Smith Schuster's hit was dirty last night?
3: I thought so, man. You know, I saw it, and I know you know. Vontez is not looking at him; he's trying to make a play. Juju's from the outside coming in. Now, you could say, "All right, he can make he can make a block," but the kind of block he made was. He launched himself up toward his neck area, hit him high on his chest, and yeah, do I think that that was a necessary? No now, do I think that in the spirit of the game and trying to make a play and trying to free your your you know your back or receiver, you know, maybe it could have been a shield block you know where you came up with the kind of but that didn't look it looked unnecessary for the kind of hit that he that he made that's that's why I draw the conclusion of okay. I don't mind if you block the guy, turn him around, just kind of bump up against him like a basketball player. But when you launch it to a player like that, you're trying to hurt him. You're not trying to block him. You're trying to destroy him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw.
1: Pro Football Hall of Famer Mel Davis, joining us now here on the Rosillo Show. Td, I'm a big college football guy, so I've got to ask you about them dogs making the college football playoff. How Go nice dogs. is it to see? Go dogs, baby! What's it like seeing them back <laughs> in the playoff or in the playoff for the first Man, time? Rather.
3: Yeah, yeah, first time in the playoffs. I mean, for me, I'm excited because they're playing in the Rose Bowl, and I'm I live on California, and, I, and I, I've never seen the Bulldogs travel this far west. So it'd be fun to see them in the Rose Bowl. And I think the last time I've seen them travel far was when they went to Colorado, but um, and this is good for them. It's good for our program to be uh, – a program as a nationally recognized program to be on the West Coast because you never know, man. There might be a few recruits out here that we can grab. But for me, selfishly, uh, they're right down the road. So we'll be there watching them and, and hopefully uh, you know, winning that game against Oklahoma. You got to love get the stable
1: of running backs, though, don't you?
3: Oh, absolutely, man. They're deep, deep. How about Swift, right? These came out of nowhere, freshmen, um, making some plays. And Of course, they got the two guys. Um, you know, Michelle and you got, you got Chubb, So they've got some depth, man. And that's what it's going to take for them to win this game. They, they've they got to get back to doing that defense and running the football and uh, try not to put everything on from, even though I think he can handle it. This is really the big test for him was the rebounding against Auburn. Cause the first game against Auburn, you know, they kind of made him look like a freshman, but uh, I think he needed that experience. He's learned from it. Um, the stage wasn't too big for him in a championship game. And, I think we got a pretty good chance of uh, winning that game.
0: Charles, well, speaking of your former teams, let's talk about the Broncos. There's rumblings out there that Vance Joseph, after just one season, is already on the hot seat. What do you think about that, and what's going on in Denver?
3: Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's unfortunate, um, but that's just kind of the life of a coach. You know, he came in and you had a team that had a defense. Um, Got a had a decent running game. The offensive line was a little bit uh, of a concern, and the quarterback position was a concern. And they, they've never fixed those things. And they, they not only didn't fix it, but they got worse. And I don't know how you – I mean, you, it starts with the quarterback position, but they, where I'm from and I've been taught and the teams I've played on, it's not one person that is responsible for where you, for where they are right now. It's not just Vance Joseph. Um, I know they, they – Released Mike McCoy a few weeks ago. Uh, obviously, it, 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 it can't just be him. Uh, collectively, it's everybody. It starts from the top. I mean, it's John Elway. You know, he, he has to be responsible for this as well. So, um, it's it's not a pretty it's not pretty uh, in Bronco world right now. But the only thing that can do is just try to keep fighting and hopefully make a move to bring in a quarterback because I don't I I, and I like the quarterbacks there. This is not a personal attack on anybody, but I just don't think the quarterback that they need. Is on their roster right now. All
0: right, on the way out, man, tell us what's going on with Hometown Hall of Famers.
3: Yeah, this is cool, man. It's got a Hometown Hall of Famers, and, and it's presented by Ford Motor Company. And uh, my high school, Lincoln High School, is going to be, uh, they're gonna be uh, unveiling a plaque. And they're presenting that plaque in front of all the students, the faculty, and family members and friends at Lincoln on Thursday the 7th. And I'm going back home to accept this plaque and, you know, put Lincoln High School on the map. And, uh, and it's in San Diego. And, uh, you know, the same, same high school Marcus Allen went to. So uh, we have two Hall of Famers there. And um, I'm surprised they don't have a plaque already. But we'll be there, <laughs> the, the 118th official school of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So that's pretty cool. That's looking awesome. Looking forward to that. That's awesome. Happy yeah. for you.
0: All right, Thank Terrell you. Davis, appreciate your time today, man.
3: All right. Thanks, guys.
0: So coming up next on Previously, Matt Berry reveals he believes in karma. What goes around comes around. What you put out there.
1: That you're gonna go the Olympics route with me.
0: It's what you get back. No, no, I'm gonna let you stay. I'm not gonna reveal your lack of patriotism on that. <laughs> We're gonna let that one sit on its own. I think it's cute. Karma, that's cute. It's Will Kane, Matt Barry on the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app.
2: Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on Retter's insurance.
0: Rasillo show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Will Kane and SportsCenter's Matt Barry in today for Ryan. Your boy will be back tomorrow with me when he gets back from New York City. Two of us back together again today. I'm happy to be hanging out with the gravelly, smoky-voiced Matt Barry, <laughs> who's about maybe about to get hot. But let's put a pin on that because we might yeah. have some college football coaching news. Might, might. But first, let's do this because as much as. Matt Berry is hot about Arizona State and Herm Edwards and the prospect of Willie Taggart leaving Oregon after one year. He also believes in karma. So if Matt thinks you're doing the wrong thing, don't worry. It may come around to bite you. This I'm Previously On.
1: Previously
3: on The Ryan Rossello Show.
1: Do you believe in karma? Yeah, I believe in karma. You do? I do. What you put out there comes back around? I believe that what goes around comes around. I believe that if you are a bad person, it'll some it'll catch up with you. I believe if you're a deceitful That's person, cute. that will come back to get you. That's nice. I do.
0: I don't believe that. Why? Maybe I've just been hardened from the real world. I want to believe well, the things I you live, said.
1: You think I live in this Disneyland Cinderella mm-hmm. society? Mm-hmm. No, but it, I believe that if you go about your life living it the right way, that that will bring good things upon you. I believe that your attitude, the attitude that you put out there to the public is going to attract the type of people that are going to come your way.
0: Let me tell you something. I used to believe what you're saying right now. I used (laughs) to believe. I did. I used to believe that if you do the right thing, it will come back and pay you back in spades. That if you do the wrong thing, you will attract negativity into your life and you'll see more of that. I don't believe in that kind of karma because I've seen too many people do the right thing and not receive any rewards in this life. I've seen too many people have no success after choosing the right path while people that choose the wrong path are showered with worldly gifts and, and rewards. But if, if you need that, if you need the idea of karma to help you do the right thing, like so you need out- incentive What is so outrageous that I believe it in karma? No, it's not outrageous. You know, what? honestly, Matt, I like the idea of karma because it's incentive to do the right thing. It's incentive against doing the bad thing. But I have to say, I just I think you have to become a realist at some point and think you it doesn't it doesn't always pay off no, to do the right thing. But
1: I think that's where you look at it differently because the karma thing came up in case you just joined the Racial program. But the Ant- Antonio Brown shouting it during Juju Smith Schuster's uh, post game interview last night after the hit, Devontae's perfect. You could hear Antonio Brown yelling, "Karma, karma." But I think if you're one of those people that are doing something good to get something good back in return, then you just genuinely don't believe in it to begin with because you're doing it. Or you got to believe in karma for karma for to wrong, be You're worse. doing it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> if you're doing it to get something out of it, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. How hard is it to just live your life the right way and treat people right?
0: Well, that's in the end we're on the same page. You do the right thing, but you have to do it for its own reward is my argument. That's like because it's – I'm just – I don't know, man. It's cynical, but I think it's real. Like,
1: like if I see a puppy on the side of the road, pay off. if there's a puppy on the side of the road and I see it struggling, I'm going to pick up the puppy and get it and rescue it because it's the right thing, not because in five years I want something in return. I just think it's good to go about things the right way. You know, and then hopefully in the future, something will come back and get move
0: it. Move to New York City. See how long your karma.
1: <laughs> oh, That's it. You're, you're hard now.
0: All our phone guests join us on the Shell Penzo performance line, which is included Hall of Famer Terrell Davis a little earlier. Get instant gold status at Shell. Join the Fuel Rewards program now at fuelrewards.com slash gold. Also, you can get in touch with us on the 100 Twitter feed. That's at Rasillo Show. I'm at Will Kane, and he's at, what is it, Matt Barry? Yep, just Matt Berry. B-A-R-R-I-E. Not fantasy Matt Not Barry. Not fantasy Matt Berry. Sports Center Barry. All right, so I see Cerruti stepped out. This news, we don't have it for sure yet, right? All right.
1: There are multiple reports. That's it. It's
0: college football news brewing out there. We're trying to get it confirmed. Whether or not there's going to be a big coaching move, one that Matt Berry would not like. So let me put this hypothetically to you, Matt. I just want to do this hypothetical, okay? People
1: say we don't understand karma, by the way.
0: Uh, Hypothetically. All right. If Willie Taggart left Oregon for Florida State... It's really hypothetical. How would you hypothetically feel about that kind of scenario?
1: I think it's garbage for a coach to do one and done. You're looking at it now. Hypothetically speaking, if this were to go down, you'd be looking at a coach coaching at three schools in 365 days. South Florida, Oregon, and Florida State. How is that good for anybody involved other than Willie Taggart?
0: Well, any coaches he brings along with him.
1: Well, you think that's good for their families? Well, yeah, they're, they're getting as much as I respect jobs, coaches. As much pay. as I respect coaches for their leadership qualities, and I think numerous coaches have very, very good messages and leadership qualities, like an Nick Saban, in an Urban Meyer, and a Dabo Sweeney, and some of these guys. Some of the moves they make are so selfish and self centered, it drives me nuts.
0: All right, we can take the hypothetical out. Oh, good. Okay, so reports are Willie Taggart has accepted the job as head football coach of Florida State University.
1: Which was a no-brainer from Florida State's perspective. And Willie Taggart's if you're looking at the fit.
0: The
1: problem was him leaving for Oregon.
0: So this is a big domino to fall. Very big domino to fall. That means now the University of Oregon job is open. What is your? Where are you putting your money on where that job go get goes? Kevin
1: Sumlin, let's go get Sumlin. I think Sumlin's Sumlin is
0: an s- interesting name to think about for Oregon. I think you know Oregon has this reputation as a like offensive, you know, creative, explosive powerhouse. That's what it kind of made its name on with Chip Kelly and Mark Helfrich.
1: I mean, I have to. Does, does Mike Leach make sense at Oregon? No, I don't think he'll go in her, in her division in her conference. I'm more. Dis- I'm more. I'm angrier about Taggart doing the one and done. You sat in kids' living rooms. You were just in Arizona recruiting. You were saying that I'm going to get Oregon football back to the Chip Kelly days. And we're going to be fun and exciting, and then you leave less than a year later.
0: When does Les Miles' name come back? I don't. I don't mean to reciprocate. I'm not reciprocating your passion for that. I just feel like you. you want. Flu- I. I get it. There's some. There's some lacking of ethics in moving around when you've made promises to parents and players but i think you know he's getting a better job freedom of movement is important i mean this is you can't pass up florida state right you can't do that
1: someone did point out it is a good point that i said lane Tiffany needs to be back in the SEC and he's only been at fau for one year
0: inconsistency from matt Barrett. that is
1: a good that's that's, <laughs> that's good to point out but let's be clear if you thought lane was doing anything at fau other than proving that he belongs as a head coach then you're misled by him
0: does Les Miles' name come up with
1: any of these jobs? what is going on.
0: Seventy-five percent of his games at LSU.
1: Hire him at Tennessee.
0: I've heard he's not being considered. The knock on Les is
1: that he couldn't take NFL talent and develop. All right,
0: Will Kane, Matt Barry in for Ryan Russillo today. It's been fun, buddy. Let's do it again. It's the Ryan Russillo Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Bumani Jones up next.